Listener supported. WNYC Studios. It's Money Talking from WNYC. I'm Charlie Herman. If you drive in Manhattan, your trip is going to get a lot more expensive. That's because this week, New York announced it will become the first city in the nation to put in place congestion pricing for drivers south of 60th Street. The new fee is expected to be between $10 and $15 a day for cars and go into effect in 2021. It's estimated that when you add it all up, congestion pricing will bring in around $1 billion a year that will be used by the MTA to fix and upgrade the subway and buses. At least, that's the plan. Well, joining me to talk about how this will work is WNYC's transportation reporter, Stephen Nesson. Stephen, good morning. Good morning, Charlie. So is the goal of this to raise money for the MTA or to reduce congestion? Well, it's definitely a dual goal. Certainly, it will reduce congestion, reduce CO2 levels, but not a lot of people are talking about that part of it. All we hear about is how much money it's going to raise for the MTA. And the MTA needs a lot of money. They want to upgrade all of their signals using modern signals, not the the turn-of-the-century stuff that we have right now. They want to improve the bus network, and they want to put in a lot of elevators. They want to make sure riders are never more than two stops away from an elevator. But that's super expensive. I mean, is this $1 billion a year going to be enough to actually cover all the costs? What they say is they're going to use that billion dollars to generate bonds that could raise up to $15 billion. There's other money in the state budget that passed uh, that would pump eventually $25 billion into the MTA's coffers. But they do have a plan that's called the Fast Forward Plan that New York City Transit President Andy Byford put together last year. And roughly the estimates for that are $40 billion. A lot of the reason for the increase in traffic in Manhattan is because of Uber and Lyft and all the deliveries that people are getting now. If that's what the reason is for the increase in congestion, why penalize everyone? Well, last year, as you know, they did pass a so-called congestion charge on Uber, Lyft, and taxis. That was $2.50 for yellow taxis, $2.75 for Ubers and Lyfts. Uh, But you're right. I mean, 50 to 75 percent of the traffic in Midtown is likely caused by four hire vehicles. Wow. And and so this is a way to try and like reduce that theoretically. Theoretically. Uh, I don't know if anyone's noticed, but traffic speeds haven't decreased, uh, although the charge just went into effect last month. So let's talk about that charge. I mean, in a way, it's kind of an experiment with congestion pricing that's going on right now. Uh, I noticed it when I got in a taxi that it's a lot more expensive. How is it working out? Well, after the first month that it went into effect, I went out and talked to drivers, taxi drivers, and the yellow taxi drivers were saying, actually, they've seen their income decrease by 20 to 25 percent. Wow. They've seen a lot of riders not getting in for those short trips. Like, you're, you know, the second you get in a taxi, it's already almost a $10 ride. So if you're only going a few blocks, I think a lot of folks are choosing to just walk it. So then how does that affect what the price is that they come up with when it comes to congestion pricing? Part of the trick of congestion pricing is to get that balance right. You don't want to charge too much and nobody's going to drive in, but you don't want to charge too little. It has no effect. New York City Transit President Andy Byford was speaking about that this week. There's a sweet spot between having the, the, a fee that's high enough to get people out of their cars and onto public transit, but not so high that, um, you know, that people just uh, don't pay the fee. So this is something that has been in existence in other cities, this congestion pricing fee, uh, places like London and Stockholm. So how has it been working there? Well, let's take London, for example. They've been doing it for 15 years now. So it's a pretty good case study. When they started, uh, it was an eight square mile zone and they charged about $7.50. 
But one thing they did that was really crucial to making it such a success was before, just before it went into effect, they put 500 new buses on the streets. So folks had an option. If you don't want to drive, here's this great public transit option. And immediately, you saw once it went into effect, there was a 25% reduction in congestion. But has that remained the case? One thing London did that maybe we should learn from is they exempt taxis and for-hire vehicles. So 15 years ago, they didn't have Uber and Lyft. Now they do. Their congestion has crept up back to pre-congestion pricing levels. So there's also a lot of talk, though, about exemptions that could be put in place. Is there What are those exemptions? And is there a danger that you end up having so many exemptions, uh, you actually cut into the amount of money that's raised? Well, part of the plan that they put forward already was pretty clear that they're not going to lay out all the exemptions just yet. There are a few, though. Let me just say the West Side Highway will be exempt. The FDR Drive will be exempt. Uh, if someone lives in Manhattan and makes less than $60,000 a year, they'll be given some sort of credit so they don't quite pay the congestion charge. And if you're transporting someone uh, that's in a wheelchair is disabled, you would get an exemption as well. Now, imagine if you live in Manhattan in this zone and you hire someone to come in and do work in your home, like a plumber, or maybe you're someone who's making a delivery and you now have this fee, that's just going to get passed on to the consumer. So in the end, is this something that is just going to make the city even more expensive? That's definitely a fear from a lot of folks that live in Manhattan that I spoke with. People who are lower income and maybe they live in a building that hires a gardener or something, they do not want to see an increased price every single day to have someone come in to do these things. I spoke with some small business people who live in Rockland County and have to commute because they have to bring their stuff into the city. Um, and they say, you know, I guess we'll just have to pass the fee on to our customers. On the other hand, some of them are pretty jazzed about it because they think, ideally, the congestion will go down so their productivity could increase. It'll be easier to get around the city and do their job. So how will this impact the business community? Well, certainly... Members of the business community have been very supportive of congestion pricing because they want to see the streets cleared up. They want to see people get around. They want to see goods move more freely. They don't want people stuck in traffic trying to get to meetings and whatnot. So ideally, in a perfect world, if they get the balance just right and get the charge just right and they raise the money to fix the subways and it actually works, productivity will go up in the city. So one thing I keep hearing you saying is we have to get this just right. We have to try and figure some of this stuff out. And it seems like we have a lot of big picture ideas of how this will work, but we don't have the actual details. Was that done on purpose? I think so. If they had put in exemptions for this driver and that kind of driver, there'd be horse trading for the rest of the year on how to get this right. So they left it up to the six-member panel. One of the representatives is going to be from New York City, the Hudson Valley, Long Island, and three others. And they'll make recommendations to the MTA's Bridge and Tunnel Department about how to get the numbers just right. Ultimately, the MTA will have the final say on everything, how much they want to charge, and then how they're going to spend the money. So, Stephen, you're basically leaving me with the worst summary of all, only time will tell. <laughs> I'm afraid so, Charlie. Stephen Nesson is WNYC's transportation reporter. Stephen, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm Charlie Herman, and this is Money Talking from WNYC. WNYC.